Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales. It's Mark Howden from Consumer. Four quick things. First, beer M&A. We published a note yesterday looking at European consolidation possibilities because Molson Coors have initiated this strategic review. So we look at their European assets, potential antitrust, and understand who can actually do this. Carlsberg and Royal Union Brew are best positioned given less antitrust, strong balance sheets, and it will be potential double-digit EPS accretion for each. Secondly, on tobacco, two notes, one on a lawsuit trying to push through the menthol ban, uh, another on non-big tobacco submitting a PMTA worth a look. Third on Unilever, wanting to flag as we harass the world on JDP that actually Unilever has attracted an awful lot of interest for the first time in a long time. Proper uptick in income in triggered by last Thursday's unification announcement. Uh, people view that as a potential catalyst for portfolio change. We remain very positive. And finally on JDP, very excited that we're still the only people in the world that cover it. We're very negative. Good morning, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Research this morning, we look again at Kingfisher where we reiterate our buy. As a reminder, we've long been the only contrarian buy on this, so yesterday was an exciting day for us. We are at the early start of recovery in the name, and we do see macro still as a risk, but now we think a reassured leadership can really deliver rewards. We also uh, write on Tmall, where we hosted the head of luxury and fashion in Europe uh, the other day. We are estimating that the China cluster is representing around 50% of global luxury spend this year, up from 37%, with domestic spend in mainland China to grow at 80%. So as a result, Tmall is now one of the leading growth facilitators for the sector. So there's key points for feedback in the note. Results today, we hear from Kroger and Swisswatch Data. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruna. Himanshu is taking over Volvo to add to his coverage of Trayton. And in his note today, he reviews key themes in the truck space. Our preference is for Trayton with 30% upside, as we think they are in the beginning of a multi-year transformation through cost restructuring and Navistar transaction could lead to a higher free float. We upgrade it to buy with a new price target of 23 euros. We reiterate buy on Volvo, price target 160 sec, as valuation does not reflect the change into a better business structurally and the fact that it is best positioned to navigate the upcoming truck cycle. Philippe has a no doubt trimming H1 estimates on late June production restart, but says the path to working capital rewind has cleared for Q3. We raise price targets 15 to 25% for EU and US legacy names on near-term balance sheet de-risking. He's also raised his price target on Tesla. Sasha has a note out on early look Q2 in the supply. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. The miners and steels are very much in focus for us today, and that's starting with iron ore, uh, where we think prices might start to ease a little bit from over $100 a tonne. On the news that Vale will be opening one of its mines, which have been shut down in Brazil uh, due to rising coronavirus infections. I think the key point here for us is that the company has not changed their full-year guidance because they felt that it had already appropriately included this, this type of disruptions uh, and the Etobo. Itabera mine itself was around 30 million tonnes uh, on an annualised run rate. Also in the mine is worth flagging Chris Lefermina, uh, highlighting how Rio's and Anglo's remain his top picks in Europe. I think Rio is particularly attractive still, uh, with a dividend yield now over 8% and a free cash flow yield more like 12% at spot. In steels, Alan Spence is also highlighting the importance of working capital in his coverage this year. Aparam and Serenos look best positioned. Good morning from healthcare. Um, 
mixed day yesterday for the uh, healthcare group as uh, second wave fears continue to do the rounds and we continue to get uh, plenty of incoming on uh, Biden's uh, drug pricing tactics. Uh, this seems to be the key focus right now within uh, pharma names. Most of our research is focused on the Optical Health Summit we hosted yesterday with many of the messages we've heard in other areas of uh, medtech uh, being reiterated that uh, end of April, uh, beginning of May was the bottom for a number of areas such as new starts for contact lenses and cataract surgeries. Uh, and we do think perhaps Cooper comes in towards the upper end of its Q3, uh, i.e. calendar Q2. Uh, apart from that, we also update uh, our latest generic pricing checks, which show a little bit of inflation, uh, generally a positive data point for drug distribution. Thank you. Coming from Jefferies, Financial Specialist Sales, Thursday, 18th June. Today, key focus for European markets and particularly financials will be the Teltro 3 window at 10.30. We'll so communicate the aggregate take-up across the industry. Uh, there's a pretty broad range here from about 600 million on the low side up to about 1.4 trillion uh, euros on the high side. But I would certainly think we're going to look at the high side and beyond based upon uh, some of the uh, speculation around the tape. Kaiser Bank actually came out last night post the close to announce that they individually are applying for an allotment of 40 billion. Um, so that gives you some idea on a per bank basis. So I think a big number is going to be there. We then have the Bank of England at lunchtime where additional QE looks likely up to 150 billion sterling. So t two key big macro events. As a consequence, we're doing a call with a macro and set analyst at 2 p.m. today. Details have already been circulated of that call.